We are continuing in Merit Hashem today in the Shar Bitochen, and we just actually began in yesterday's shear the the third the third argument that the Mechaber makes for the benefit of having Bitochen in the Rebano Shal Olam. And the idea over here is that the Mechaber explained that when one has Bitochen after the Shparach, it frees up certain mental bandwidth to be able to focus or to remove one's focus from the material needs of life and to be able to focus on the spiritual ones. So the Mechaber goes on, he says, So he says, a person has bitachon and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he'll be like an alchemist. Now again, what, what's an alchemist? So alchemist, alchemist was someone who was able to take a simple metal and to make it look like a precious metal. So you can take a piece of regular metal and make it look like gold, make it look like silver. So obviously this was a very coveted skill set because alchemists apparently, at least in times of the, in times of the so had a very easy time making Parnassa. See, he's describing over here that one who has bitachan, so the, the alchemist never worries about his Parnassa because he feels very self-assured that he's going to make enough money, he's going to be just fine. So the Mechaber explains that a person who goes ahead, a person who goes ahead and has bitachan and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he also could rest assured that his parnasa is going to be taken care of. And just as the alchemist doesn't worry about anything, so ultimately the person in, with Kitakon HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't have to worry about anything. But now, interestingly enough, he explains, but having Bitachon in HaKadosh Baruch Hu is even more beneficial than being an alchemist. <laughs> there are 10 benefits that Bitachon in HaKadosh Baruch Hu has over Bitachon in alchemy. <coughs> Number one, Trilasam. Shabala Kimiya if you're an alchemist, an alchemist needs materials for his work. So what happens if the alchemist doesn't find his materials? <coughs> Excuse me. He's going to be unable to perform his malacha and thereby unable to go ahead and secure his parnasa. Conversely, when a person places his sense of security and sense of trust in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, his sense of belief, so he lacks for nothing. Because God has a command of all materials, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu never has supply chain issues, and there's never any kind of delays or anything else. So although the alchemist, again, Baruch Shem he's totally reliant on the acquisition of his materials for his trade, and if he can't get them, he's in trouble. One who has faith in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Rebbeinu never lacks for anything. As the Pasuk says in Dvarim, that you should know, man does not live by bread alone. Rather, ultimately, again, man lives by the word, right? By the word of the mouth of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Everything is dependent on Hashem. Because remember again, and he's furthering this point. So the alchemist again might have a solid parnasa, but he has to acquire his materials. And sometimes he can acquire them, sometimes he doesn't acquire them. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu never has a problem acquiring the needed materials. And he gives examples of this. Elio Hanavi, when he was going ahead and hiding out 
hiding out because of persecution, because of famine. He was fed from the ravens, right, who would bring him food from the table of Achav. Or in Isha Ha'almana, or ultimately again from the from the widow, who ultimately again was also supplied with food. He goes on, he says, Or ultimately the same idea that the Malach brought Elio, a, a loaf of bread, a jug of water, and ultimately, again, this is during the time of persecution when Achav wanted to kill all of the Nevi'im. So ultimately, again, Ovadje hid the Nevi'im and they were supplied miraculously. So again, he's just giving different examples of people who are miraculously sustained by a Kaddish Baruch Hu. They should not have been, they, in other words, they could not have been sustained through regular means, only through supernatural means. So his argument that he's making over here is that when one places his trust just in his parnasa, like alchemy, it's great. It works as long as you have your materials. But if you don't have your materials, you're stuck. But a person who places his trust in a Kaddish Baruch Hu, there never has to be a concern about the acquisition of materials for HaKadosh Baruch Hu could acquire anything. Furthermore, Ba'amar Kfirim Ra'iv, Kfirim Rashiv Ra'ivu, the Darshas, Shem Lo'yach, Sirukotov, literally stated, young lions may want and hunger, but those who seek at HaKadosh Baruch Hu will lack for nothing. Ba'amar Yiru Es Hashem Kidoshav Ki Yimachser Lireyav. Okay, fine. So that's the first advantage, so to speak, that Pitachon and HaKadosh Baruch Hu has over alchemy. The alchemist requires materials, may or may not get them. One who believes in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Bosham has all the materials he needs. Vasheni, Kibalik Ultimately, again, the alchemist, in order to be successful, has to perform much of the specified work. V'afshar, Shimi and sometimes again, as a result, sometimes as a result of the various things that he is working with, sometimes those very materials can end up killing him. Right? It's pretty incredible. In other words, the materials that he's using for his parnasa could somehow kill him. He goes on, Im hasmadas have all the because he's constantly exposed to these dangerous materials day and night, and he may end up suffering from them. In other words, his health may suffer. Again, when one places his faith in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Lord could provide for anything, and there are no health risks associated with belief in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Health concerns and risks associated with alchemy, none associated with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Again, that beautiful passage, Binos Deshe Yarbitseni, that literally, in lush pastures, he lies me down, Beside tranquil waters, he leads me. Now, of course, again, the beginning of this pasuk is Hashem roi lo echsar. Hashem is my shepherd; I will not lack. When you allow the ribono shel olam to be your shepherd and to take care of you, you end up lacking for nothing. Number three, vashlishi. So, third benefit that bitachan in Akadish Baruch Hu has over bitachan in alchemy. And again, remember, I just want to point out he's just using alchemy as the paradigmatic example of someone who has a parnasa that is safe and secure. Vashlishi. Remember the alchemist, right? So he has a secret to his trade. He cannot go ahead and he cannot go ahead and share a secret. Now remember, 
Why can't he get out? Why can't he, why can't he share a secret? Remember, alchemy is an illusion. Remember, people would pretend that, that they were transforming simple metals into precious metals, but of course it was smoke and mirrors. It was just an external change, but of course the actual material itself didn't change. So the alchemist can't share what he's doing with anyone because if they find out, essentially he's a crook. And if they find out that he's a crook, who knows what repercussions he could face. And this is incredible. So the alchemist often, again, his, his parnasa causes him to be fearful lest other people find out what he's doing. Yet, bitachot ina kodesh baruch is just the opposite. It provides a person with a sense of confidence. Right? A person is confident now. The ribono shal olam has my back. I'm good to go. So whereas sometimes, and again, we see this even if someone is not doing something illegal in their parnasa, right? Halavai. Right? In fact, there's something illegal. The idea is that sometimes, again, there's a fear associated with my parnasa. Will I be successful? Will I close the deal? The uncertainty of my parnasa often causes fear. Yet one who places their bitachon in HaKadosh Baruch Hu walks around life with a profound sense of confidence. Wonderful. We will stop over here for today. Wishing everyone a beautiful Shabbos Kodesh and looking forward to resuming next week.